0: Caswell Massey is having the deal of the year. All of their body products are marked down up to 25% off their celebrated soap sale. So you can take advantage of that. Plus, you get an additional 30% off because you're an Outlander Cast fan and you're a listener and you're dynamite. All you need to do is put in the code OUTLANDERCAST at checkout.
1: Hi, this is Carolyn, an Outlander lover from Modesto, California, the Central Valley, and you're listening to Outlander Cast with Mary and Blake. All the way
0: from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars.
2: Sing me a song.
0: everybody. How's it going? My name's Mary Larson.
3: My name's Blake. And I have to tell you that Mary and I had went on an excursion today.
0: Quite the excursion.
3: Down in Newport, Rhode Island. That's right. Okay. And the reason why we were down in Newport, Rhode Island is because we were going to check out the venue. The The freaking fracking unbelievable, stunning, beautiful venue that we will be having for the Outlander cast season four finale party.
0: Let me tell you guys.
3: (whistles) I gotta tell you, it's a
0: looker. It's no joke. <laughs> it really is. It's no
3: joke. I'm, I like. I, I know. You know. It's our job to sell the party and have people come and whatever. But I'm telling you, if 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 you haven't gotten your tickets yet,
0: what you waiting for, friends?
3: Like you should, like, go go to OutlanderCastFinaleParty.com uh, quickly and check it out. Subito. Because I I did you just say subito?
0: Subito, which means quickly in Italiano. Oh. <laughs>
3: I thought Melica was a super hey, toe, like Superman's toe. No,
0: I mean sudo. Quickly, <laughs> pronto. Um,
3: go over there and check it out because, and I, I have pictures on one of the links that, that actually just says the 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 colony house, which is what it is. Um, check out the pictures, man. It check is. It. It's it's unbelievable. Like, uh, and I and the best part about it was the best part <laughs> about it. Do tell. Was the fact that there was about an eight-foot painting of one man and one man alone. And I'm just going to play one thing.
2: Here comes the generals, Washington. Seriously?
0: Because... This it was painting an, it, is legit. It
3: made my life.
0: Like a straight up painting by Gilbert Stewart, who's from Rhode Island, who has painted the most famous paintings of George Washington. It's like one of Rhode Island's claim to fame is this amazing painter. And this painting was huge.
3: Eight feet tall. <laughs> it was so big. Only to match the myth that is...
0: Here comes the general Washington.
3: It was incredible. Seriously. And, and, uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. And you know, it is what it is. But so, yes, let's uh, let's Without get into further the
0: we're going to jump into this podcast, but before we do, of course, if you're brand new and you're like, "Why are they talking about George Washington so much? What is going on with this finale party?" Playing
3: Hamilton. We
0: want to welcome you here and let you know that you can actually subscribe to this podcast. That way, you get the most recent podcast episodes downloaded straight to your smart device. You can just search the word Outlander Cast in whatever podcast app you like. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all by just searching the words Outlander Cast. That's actually our handle at Outlander Cast, and you can become an official member of the. Outlandercast Clan at OutlandercastClan.com. If you have not yet visited OutlandercastClan.com, I highly recommend you do because we have tons of great benefits, extras, extra um like off-air after doc podcast episodes. How is that played? <laughs> good, good job. Um, you get giveaway, extra giveaways, free swag, so many great things. And it's just a little way that you are able to support this show to support outlandercast.com and so much more. So thank you to the Outlandercast Clan. Check that out, OutlandercastClan.com, and here we go. Let's get into the show. we are, guys. You ready?
3: This one comes from Mo C. on the website. Moe. At, over at OutlanderCast.com, she says, or he, either uh, one. Moe, it's says, Mo. Hey, okay, sure, Mo. Hey, uh, Blake and Mary, love your podcast and OutlanderCast.com. Also, it has some of the most carefully thought out and considered viewer responses, responses that I've ever heard or read. I may be a lurker, but as a nurse, I felt the need to comment On many folks' thoughts and reactions on the big ew moment of the episode, Jamie touching Bree's face after urinating. pee
0: hands.
3: (laughs) I can't say that I didn't think of it also at the time. However, my biggest ew was and is my worry that Brianna will contract venereal disease from Stephen I pay for my pleasures bonnet. Bonnet is a high risk carrier in Bree's Mm. chances of catching syphilis or gonorrhea from bonnet are pretty darn high I don't remember
0: which is which but one of those looks like cauliflower (laughs) that's what I remember from from health class not good (laughs) not great
4: (laughs) not great Bob
0: see they didn't teach me how to do my taxes they didn't teach me how to make a pie they taught me watch out because if you get an STD you're going to have a cauliflower down there (laughs)
5: so
3: freaking gross that's disgusting but
0: that's what this that's what Mo's saying is watch Uh, out Brie watch out
3: Mo's not talking about cauliflower
0: she's saying you're gonna need all the herbs above Claire's fireplace shelf
3: you wanna think of something even bigger nope I don't cauliflower rice
0: stop what (laughs) stop I know you hate cauliflower rice oh god
3: now I hate cauliflower altogether even more now (laughs) Alright, so but, uh, wow, I'm way off track here. Sorry. Uh, this is, again, why I love the Listen to Feedback episodes. Anything can happen. It's agenda free. Mm-hmm. You can have so much fun with this. Talk about cauliflower rice. Uh, the the gonorrhea from Bonnet is pretty damn high. With no penic- penicillin to either treat or her or her child. And I don't think that Claire has any left and hasn't had success to date with her mold growing bread experiments that we know of, of course. But I will take my chances with monogamous. Jamie's fingers any day. Thank you?
0: (laughs) And the next one comes from... Don't Google those images, guys. Don't. Don't. Bad choice. Bad choice. Continuing, Dawn on the website said, Phenomenal. (laughs) Why
3: would you do that?
0: I don't know. Oh my... Dawn. Oh my God. It's okay. You know, I... I didn't even think about that, about Bonnet. Ooh. And Moe has me down now a completely different rabbit hole We've than the one that Bree went down. We're, we're, done. we're
3: only seven and a half minutes into Where's this podcast. Where's my vanilla chai? And we're, I've already <laughs> lost Mary. She's already drinking vanilla chai. Oh my gosh. And looking at gonorrhea pics.
0: She needs to... Oh, she she needs some. You know, the government's
3: going to see your like.
0: Good for the government. <laughs> history. They're going to know. They're going to know why it took Mary, Mary Earl back in the day a long time to be sexually active. Okay? Because whoever... <laughs> That health teacher was did a really good job of scaring me that I was gonna have a cauliflower. All I
3: can picture is like some like 70-year-old lady being like, This is what you're gonna get. Oh,
0: she if was You don't wear she, protection. Seriously, guys, my health teacher did all the things that are kind of like have traumatized me. She made us watch vegan, like pro-vegan videos oh um, and then told us that we're all gonna have cauliflower, and then she made <laughs> us Touch molds of cancer on people's privates, like pretend privates molds. So we had to find breast cancer, colon cancer, testicle cancer. This person should be I'm arrested. Like, I'm fifteen. <laughs> I don't want to touch testicles. And they were like pretend. They were like purple ones. No, but we had
3: no, to. I'm, I'm sure she brought in oh like the gosh. gym teacher. No, for
1: you. but it
0: was literally like the most traumatizing thing. And oh, I'm like, thank you because you know it's not like I needed to learn about you know self care or self respect or mental health. H- or nope. how to balance a budget. Nope. <laughs> I need to learn about cauliflower. Oh, that's Close your legs, gross. ladies. Close your legs. Anyway, Dawn <laughs> on the website is much classier than I. Okay, She starts the word off. Phenomenal episode indeed. Five huge kilts for me. I love this episode. I can't stop watching. This is the episode I think that everyone was anticipating and it didn't disappoint. The family togetherness was amazing. Yes, I agree. The bad of the episode was Jamie caressing Bree's Cheek (laughs) after peeing shutters. Okay, it's not the OCD talking. It's just disgusting. Her good was finally seeing Ian. So cute. I swear I thought of both of you with that cute scene with Bree and Ian saying, do they always call you young Ian? He and Lizzie were so cute. Commandment
3: number four, I should always be we, Ian.
0: (laughs) The great was Sophie Skelton as Brie. Wow. In my opinion, she totally brought it this episode. Right in the beginning of the show, she totally broke my heart. Her portrayal of someone who was raped was so very authentic. I could feel her numbness, shock, her utter desire to wash it all away. Her shaking and blaming herself was spot on. And Brie's utter delight at meeting Jamie for the first time was so heartwarming, the unwashed hands aside, I could literally feel Jamie. Jamie's delight at seeing her. This was the daughter he had longed for for so many years. This was the moment that he could finally be a dad to his child, the child he had to give away to someone else for her own benefit. The call me da scene almost oh, made me da. cry. It was so sweet. Of course, Bree would feel disloyal to Frank. Jamie realizes this and suggests that Bree call him da. He realizes that in Bree's eyes, Frank will always be her daddy. But that will be something exclusive only to Jamie. That to say, Bree would never associate anyone else with that term of affection—only Jamie. And even the quiet scenes between Bree and Jamie were amazing—the looks, the sweetness between them. And my darling, oh, love it! I could totally see the resemblance between them. And you know what? I could too. I could too. I know they're not related. I told.
3: I said like this like two years ago. What? Like it, it, Sophie Skelton is the a perfect is the perfect amalgam of cat. And Sam.
0: And they totally used whatever extra pieces were from Sophie's curly wig for Jamie's bangs. <laughs> oh, these pieces broke off? Just glue them Just on.
3: Just put them on. Yeah, you'll be fine.
0: They're supposed to look messy. You're going to have
3: a little bit more of an extension. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why <laughs> why like, is your I health? Just picture, teacher, let me no, the, the, no,
0: I'm just picturing the bang wig maker. Like all the wig makers are classy and sweet except the bang one. The bang one's like smoking a Siggy, saying, It's fine. They're supposed to look messy.
3: Go get my palm,
0: uh, he's, palm all. He's bear killer, okay? It's supposed to look shaggy. Just add some more. <laughs> okay, where's Facebook. my coffee?
3: Go to go to the Dunks down the road. <laughs> Suddenly, um, she's from Johnston. You
0: know that Sam shudders each time he has those clip in Jessica Simpson bangs added. He's like, jeez. <laughs> he's like, Jamie would have totally worn a headband by now. And you you just know, thrown late- it out. Just like all of us who've had fringe bangs, yes. all of us have made that bad choice, mm-hmm. and you've just known like this is not good. And you do the clip, you do the headband, you do whatever you got to do. You wear a hat, and poor Claire, poor Claire is just like he doesn't know.
3: It's okay. Don't mind my nails. I just had them done. Don't worry.
0: Let's go to the Facebook. It comments.
3: looks good. Just okay. put it on, Caroline. Caroline Thomas says, "Gosh, we were all so concerned with not so clean hands." You said
0: Thomas. I saw. I would say Thames.
3: Oh, why did I say I saw Thomas? I don't Sorry. Know. Wow, that was. Woof, boy. Carolyn Thames said, Gosh, we are all so concerned with not so clean hands, but the reality is that they just didn't wash that often. So, ooh, so the member holding hands would be the least of my concerns. However, a dram of whiskey could have worked as well as Purell. Yeah. That's true. The member holding hands. Mm, Member. Yeah, yeah, the member.
0: That's (laughs) right. That's what we call it. Amanda Draper said, listening to this now and I have to ask about horse versus pony scores. I don't get this. Is it a reference from another show? I used to compete with horses, eventing, and now I compete with ponies combined driving. And my ponies are bamfs. In a general, ponies are saner, stronger, pound for pound, more healthy, and handle injuries better than horses. Not to mention, easier to keep and cheaper to feed. I drive a fantastic health finger and also love Morgans, which is what a lot of Amer- American frontiersmen were usually riding. Am I saying this right? Yes,
3: you are. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving that you're struggling with all of these I'm words. like,
0: horse words. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm goodness. so happy
3: you read this one. I'm
0: probably missing some reference that makes all the sense, but in the meantime, time i can't rate horses over ponies amanda is saying blake that you're give me some horses is totally amanda you're taking this
3: way too literally no she's not no no she is
0: she's saying i know what the heck you're talking about and you're wrong okay and i'm
3: just saying stats are for nerds listen she, she
0: drives a hellfinger Okay, she knows what she's talking about. All where people... does the horses ponies come okay, from? Is the, what she's the, asking. The
3: horses versus ponies thing is actually it's a it's a sports term. Okay, uh, that's used up here in in New England um, and in Mass, like specifically Massachusetts. But it it's just like a horse. It, it's when you have something that's really really good. It's like a it's a horse. It's like it's you have horse players. The guys that are just gonna change things for you. They're amazing, and just because. You get two like if you had a trade like let's say if they someone traded us if if we had to trade Tom Brady Tom Brady is a horse right okay. you wouldn't trade the like, two draft picks and and like some jabroni for... I
0: think Amanda would say Tom Brady was a pony well it, you're you're taking
3: this again two stats are for nerds it's too literal you don't take one amazing thing and trade it for like three lesser things thinking that the three lesser things oh my
0: God, are going to so have confused. the same
3: value for Tom Brady.
0: Okay, so it's right? just a sports thing that people here in New England say.
3: It's horse horses versus ponies. I want one horse instead of three lesser ponies. Nonetheless,
0: Amanda Blake knows nothing about horses but this is some weird Tom Brady thing so just <laughs> you just have to be like, okay, Blake.
3: All right, Casey Windsor you. says the actor <laughs> who plays Bonnet is quite good. Quite. I haven't intensely wished for a character to get his comeuppance, Oof. since Joffrey and maybe Ramsey Bolton.
5: You know nothing, Jon Snow. We haven't. Where's
0: Where's Sam saying that?
4: Oh, uh, isn't it on your computer? You know nothing, Jon. There
0: Snow. we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. I don't
4: know,
3: man. I I don't have that kind of visceral hate for Bonnet yet. Like, when you had Ramsay Bolton and, 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 and jo- King Joffrey, this is Game of Thrones, by the way. Mm-hmm. Those two, I mean, they they really, mm, they really, especially Joffrey, I was so happy t- to see the purple wedding. Like, uh, oh, oh, I was, I, that was Listen, good. Listen,
0: this, Bonnet, Bonnet is- Bonnet's on the way. Bon, no, Bonnet just raped Brie, okay? And, and I'm not saying he, that- I, Did I'm, you did you forget episode one, Okay. Maybe no, you need I a didn't. little Ray Charles in your life. I,
3: I didn't, but Bonnet's on the train. He's on the way there. Okay, uh, but he's not yet reached Joffrey. You know when 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 Joffrey bought it, you were up you were you were cheering. I remember specifically. So,
0: you know what I think? I think it's been so long since we've hated someone in Outlander. Like yeah, there was Gailis, but let's be real. She was so freaking hot in that blood. You Uh, were like, I can't even handle this. Because in the book, she was like, she was like flubber. Okay. (laughs) you know the movie flubber yeah. <laughs> like it dances around that's she was that was like what she was supposed to be off with her coloring she was supposed to be flubber like <laughs> it was crazy town and then out comes lottie oh, and you're like flubber. never mind Gayless. like i'm kind of down to see what crazy stuff you're going to do so it's been a while since we've hated someone and i think we love to hate bonnet whereas in game of thrones you are in this perpetual state of death and sadness right. that you're like I hate everyone it was like, like misery
3: porn yes that's so, all it was
0: so whereas Outlander yes we can't wait for to see what happens to Bonnet we hope that his comeuppance comes quickly um, but, but, but I'm I mean not it's been a while yet. well and, and we're excited to have someone to hate alright
3: yeah and that's why I'm not there yet because like he's still
0: so because it's not like we're gonna hate Murta. let's be real I know like you right can't. now the villain is supposed to be if if it were at, if it weren't for Bonnet yeah
3: who would the, there? There would be no real villain. There would be no real antagonist. Not
0: necessarily. Like there's the rumblings, but
3: and like Tryon is there, and there's a con. There's you know a conflict between Tryon and Myrta. but like there's not like a ton. Myrta, by the way, we just watched the Outlaw King last night.
0: Oh my god talk about bad hair and
3: Duncan Lacroix was in that movie yeah. and he had like three lines poor thing it put the hair on this guy
0: what stinks is that he was the only one that obviously was sounding Scottish
3: right and I'm he sorry. played the English guy yes
0: and I'm like <laughs> Chris Pine you are never going to make me believe you're Scottish oh my god by
3: the way if uh, if listeners choice if the listeners want us to have Oh uh, no I don't a, know if I can a podcast about Outlaw King Ugh. like you no, know, you know maybe one for the patrons guys or I'm giving it a three kilt oh
0: If that. I'm going to give it a three-kilt because I love Scotland and I love Scottish history, but it might even be a a two-and-a-half-kilt.
3: Yeah, I would say it's like a, well yeah it's it's gonna be a (sighs) talk about bad music it's a oh yeah that that was well we know what we're not we're not here to talk about outlaw (laughs) king yet if you want us to talk about outlaw king uh the film on netflix about robert the bruce uh starring chris pine we are happy to do so but we need you to tell us that you want us to do it uh in the meantime my darling yes let's take a quick break
0: Guys, in case you can't tell, we're like hardcore in love with Castle Massey for so many reasons. Honestly, they're so good, and so many of you got them over the holidays, and you've been messaging us and being like, Holy smokes, you guys weren't kidding. We're not kidding. So, in addition to it just being dynamite, we want to remind you that they're free of sulfates, phthalates, and artificial additives. Those are bad things, okay? I don't really understand why. I didn't learn it in school, but you know what I learned about. (laughs) But. You know, these things are not so good. They are also cruelty-free. So my health teacher would be really happy with this, okay? They're moving towards even more sustainable processes. When she's not smoking ciggies and drinking beers. No, she wouldn't have done any of that. (laughs) They are all proudly made in the U.S. In addition to Castle Massey's four gorgeous existing essential oil blends, they offer two do-it-yourself essential oil kits, the Deep Florals Collection and the Steps in the Forest Collection. Ooh, Oh, yes. my God! Oh, this is all about the, me. This is essential oh. oil porn for oh Mary. Let me fan <laughs> myself. Each comes with four expertly crafted essential oils with organic argan and jojoba oil to blend them with. Vials for each of your creations. Droppers for easy mixing. And detail cards to help you on your way to becoming an expert in essential oil blending. To start your own apothecary... And for 30% off your entire purchase, visit CaswellMassey.com and enter code OUTLANDERCAST at checkout. And in addition, you can take advantage of their biannual bath and body sale, where all soaps, lotions, hand creams are marked down up to 33%. And don't forget, you're going to get that 30% off additional because you use the coupon code OUTLANDERCAST. <laughs> okay.
3: oh, the jojoba.
0: Jojoba. You like that word.
3: Jojoba. I, d- I thought it was Jojoba.
0: No, I learned what it was. Oh, okay. Jojoba.
3: All the essential oil porn jojoba. for Mary. Mary's jojoba. like sweating talking about jojoba.
0: That's me, man. <laughs> right. Like, what about Ma- the
3: email? Mary's getting her, her jojobas off right now. <laughs> That's it. Uh, this one, email from Dina. She says, I've got some thoughts I'd like to run past all of you. So, let me know what you think. Okay. Number one, between the recent LJG episode and the last two episodes with Claire and Katrina, Katrina has finally got to earn her best actress award in these three episodes in particular she has definitely knocked it out of the park do you agree marvin do you 100%. agree with 100 i don't
0: wait you don't think she's nailed it and hit it out of the park
3: i think she's been very good i don't think this is an immediate best actress you have to consider the field it's like Listen, yes
0: i don't really watch that much else tv right
3: now i know but i'm just saying you have to <laughs> consider the field and when you consider the field in the shows... It's
0: either her or DJ Tanner. I mean, uh, that's pretty no. much what I'm watching right now. I've, so yeah. Candice I mean, Cameron, you, yes. not as good as, not as, good as, as, as Katrina, Katrina Balfe. Balfe. No. So if it were between Candice Cameron and Katrina Balfe, Katrina Balfe wins, my opinion. Hands down. <laughs> The end. So, yes, okay. I agree, Dina. Okay. She should totes win.
3: Uh, two, I think the stones uh, that Roger buys, and quotes, he probably intends to use to eventually buy a proper wedding ring for Brie and or the existence of Roger Stone somehow plays out again in the future with another resurrection or incarnation of everyone's favorite black widow, Galus. Wow, that is, uh, wow, that is a, a serious a uh, uh, serious, outlandish theory of the week. I don't know if I if I'm seeing an incarnation of Galas coming back here. I think that I think that train has that that train's left the building, in my opinion. I, have to
0: see. you're gonna have to wait and see guys. number three
3: two curious questions am I the only one who or has anyone else noticed the with the exception of Murta Claire and bad wig leg hair and not including Brie, that Jamie is the only central character that is not visibly aged I mean aside from his Ben Franklin glasses Jamie really doesn't look that much older than when he did when we last when when he saw Claire like 20 years before why is that Marvin, have you do you agree with this that he, Jamie just doesn't look that much aged since
0: I think he actually is, and I'm gonna tell you this because one of my favorite gifts is when Jamie's scooping up hay and he turns and he's in that kilt. Y'all know what I'm talking oh, about, you, yes. yeah, okay. yeah. And I see that and I'm like, oh, back when he was young,
3: I so, don't know. I'm gonna tell you, you know what, it's the hair, it's the hair that makes the difference, in my opinion, okay? Because you know, when in season one, that was his real hair, season two, real hair. Seasons three and four, wigs.
0: All about that bang. And
3: I feel like they've they've given him like crow's feet. Do you know what I mean?
0: Um, slash, I bet some of those are real.
3: Maybe, but I feel like they were high. But heightened.
0: yeah, they're, ex- oh yeah, they'll use makeup. I think he looks aged. I do not think that he or Claire look their age, that they're supposed to be on television. No. Um, I think like they're like, okay, they're in their mid-30s. Let's make them look like they're 42. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, pretty much, because Claire... they're supposed
3: to be what in their late forties by now, maybe more,
0: more
3: I think. E- early fifties.
0: I need to do math.
3: Yeah, well, it, well I I never do quick math uh, live. It just doesn't happen. I'm not good at it. But either way, I feel like yes, Jamie is less aged- late
0: forties, early fifties for sure.
3: He's less aged than than the others, but I don't think that they're aged all that much. The person that who has aged seriously. Is Martha. oh my gosh! But he's he's supposed to be, I think, in his sixties, so he's probably supposed to look like that. Uh, and did my fellow podcasters catch on how Lizzie was given Ian? the look and how when she was trying to talk to Ian on the boat, she was no longer with the skittish waif she was presented herself to be. And when she interacts with Brie or anyone else, she puts on a good show. However, when she interacted briefly with Ian- Oh,
0: all the bubbies were pointing and strong and and proud. She was was doing the 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 twist. The sexy arch. yeah, The twist that we talked about. (laughs) The twist.
3: She was doing the, oh, what was the bend and snap? She was absolutely, doing, and the and bend, absolutely yep. doing the bend and snap. Uh, this one comes from Meredith. She says, This was definitely 4.8 kilts for me. The great moment where we finally see Jamie and Brianna together is perfect, except for the fact that he touched her face after he relieved himself. In fact, the reunion was almost the entire family was the great for this episode. But my bad was that even though Fergus and Marsley were in Wilmington, that the writers would not let Brianna meet them along with Ian. And I wanted at least five seconds of Brianna awkwardly saying to her stepsister, your mother says hi. (laughs) I agree with that. That would have been good. About the beating of Roger, I think it was a bit inevitable. Brianna didn't want to talk about her assault, and she didn't realize the false impression that Roger made on Lizzie. I can't blame her for getting the wrong idea and trying to save her friend from second attack. And as reprehensible as Jamie's attack was, it was completely in character For him, rape has played such a role in his family's life. No doubt he had nightmares of blackjack that night, so how could he not unleash all of his rage on Roger? He thought he was stalking Brianna. And the really sad part is that Jamie got Claire back after 20 years because of Roger. He found that letter to the Reverend from Frank and he located Jamie in Edinburgh after Claire had given up. So while Roger got Jamie and Claire back together, jamie separated roger and brianna and you know how bad her reaction will be when she finds this out we've seen how she reacts to secrets twice now as a matter of fact
0: not good Not good, guys. Karen says, just a shout out to Mary for her burn of Blake over the SAT scores at the end of Wilmington feedback episode. It made Karen laugh out loud. The best part and reason why it's so funny is because it was just after all the winter laughter by Blake. I have felt more connected to you, Mary, ever since finding out you're tall, as am I. Yeah, Karen. High five, tall friend. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited.
3: <laughs> Fellow Giants, unite! Hello. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Welcome to my life, Mary. Always,
0: always. Oh yeah, all the time.
3: Gets on me about the fact that she got better SAT scores than me. Listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna make it uh, any qualms about this. Mary's smarter than me. Guys, it is what it is.
0: I- <laughs> Let's just be real. She, we all know who the beauty and the brains is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not ashamed
3: to admit it. You are the beauty and you're the brains. You're very
0: eloquent. I'm just a really good test taker.
3: You, you, you're you, a much I love better, math. Yeah, You're such a math nerd, man. But I'm the history nerd. So like, at least we're- And I'm we, the
0: STD nerd. What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that caught me off guard. For I know a second. it did.
0: I'm like, you did you like, mean to say STD? Yeah. <laughs> I know it did. I did saw she your eyes. Mean that? There was a record scratch in your brain. You're yeah. like, oh yeah. In this episode, we, we have we talked about that. We are talking about STD. Poor thing. Poor thing, Blake. You need another coffee.
5: <gasps> oh
3: man. Okay. This one comes from Gretchen.
0: Oh, in case anyone is wondering, for reals, I'm gonna be in Florida, Clearwater, uh, in May. So for anyone who's in the Clearwater area, if you'd like to go see Winter the Dolphin with me, let oh, me know. My God, Don't that wasn't a joke. It. I'm like literally going.
3: Oh my god, don't do it.
0: Blake, it's don't happening. Do it. Okay, continue. Don't do
3: it. From Gretchen, she says After a long day where my car broke down, my kids no, were driving me crazy, no. and a precious heirloom broke, I was finally able to settle down and listen to your podcast, which made my day much better and made me laugh for the first time that day.
2: Aww. Well, you know what? Bam! like that. Oh,
3: she says she gives this episode five kilts and she can't think of anything bad to say about it. It was beautiful. She obviously loved that Jamie and Brie reunion, but she thinks that the, that, she, that she loved the Claire and Brie reunion even more. Claire has always had to choose between Jamie and Brie and being with one meant not being with the other. And there was never a time that wasn't bittersweet because she feels the loss of one of the great loves of her life mm-hmm. and being able to have both Bree and jamie with her is finally just sweet for claire with no bitterness at least for the first part of the show and i'm not sure if it is because i'm a mother but i really felt claire's shock joy and relief when she first saw Bree and her agony when Bree tells her about the rape there there is a look claire gives her that reminds mm-hmm. me of what it is like to see your child hurt. Mm. You just want to take it all away by hugging them tightly, but you know you can't. Woof, what an can't emotional marathon. Happy New Year, and here's to school starting again next week. Marvin, do you agree with this assessment that the reunion with Claire was that much sweeter than the meeting of Bree? And Jamie, as a mother, do you find yourself agreeing with this?
0: Um, I liked the Jamie Brie one better.
3: I I kind of agree with that one. And
0: I think that that's only because um, he's never met her. Mm-hmm. So what hit me more, however, if you ask me what was more powerful as a parent, the Brie talking to Claire about being raped, like holy smokes the face acting between Sam and Bree during their reunion their meeting scene and then Claire and, and Sophie I, do you like how I'm like mixing up their names all they're all names. the same people <laughs> you know what I'm talking about during that scene um, they could go neck to neck Shame. Hey, no shame. I'm giving you the shame bell Just because for that I'm one. mixing up their names, they're all the same person to me. <laughs> Which is so not okay. Alright, well, you know, you guys all know what I'm saying. You're all my people. You understand. On OutlanderCastClan.com, Larissa Nichols said, I have so many amazing feelings after this beautiful episode. I easily, with no hesitation, give this episode a solid five kilts. There are just so many heartwarming and wonderful moments that it's hard to choose from, but that reunion was so worth a four season in Droughtlander Wait. Then the wholesome family dinners and the wonderful young Jamie story, which thank you writers for taking from the first book and adding that to the season four story arc. But the moment that really got me was Murtaugh's sarcastic yet loving line of, what took you so long lass?" I mean, what a perfect way to sum up everyone's secret thoughts, and I am so glad that it was Murta that said it, and I'm even more happy that we got to see him meet Bray. Marion Blake, you guys are amazing, and I love being able to reminisce these episodes with you guys. Thanks, Larissa. Thank you.
3: Barbara chimes in. She says, the birds and the bees was a solid five kilts for me. It's one of my favorites and ranks up there with the wedding in season one. Wow, that is some high praise, mm-hmm. Barbara. Mm-hmm. For me personally, it was bittersweet. Brianna and Ian are close in age to my own sons, who are 24 and 20, and 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 having the Fraser family together around the dinner table gave me all the feels, since in my home, family dinners are now few and far between. P.S. Blake, your mention of Sturbridge Village... Brought a smile to my face. I hadn't thought about it in many, many years. And growing up in central Connecticut, every year of elementary school included a field trip to Sturridge Village. Thank you for producing such a detailed and thoughtful podcast. You and Mary are the best.
0: Oh, thanks. Yes,
3: we are. Oh, my
2: gosh.
0: And so humble, Blake. (laughs) Lynn Henderson said, hi, Mary and Blake. I loved this episode. Just one comment. I decided to switch it up this week and leave my thoughts via SpeakPipe app that Blake is always raving about. One small issue. I'm allowed opinionated New Yorker and 90 seconds just isn't enough time for me to get out all of my feels. Shame. Should I talk like my New York accent? Absolutely. That out, that out of the way. I give this episode five kilts. Best episode of the season. This just narrowly beats out down the rabbit hole for me. Having Jamie Claire Murtagh Ian and Brie finally get out one place is what put them over the top now if we could only get <laughs> yeah, Roger on, back to on. the party oi the good <laughs> the costumes Terry has really
6: outdone herself this time I'm switching
3: now, 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 suddenly, now I'm now I'm Jewish <laughs> you're Jewish from the east side of Providence I, I
0: know I know I'm not alone Bring out the bagels. No, I know I'm not a balloon. <laughs> I'm just pretending to be from New York. Don't New Yorkers you a lot of bagels? I know I'm not alone in saying that I love, love, oh love God. that knit because Brie is wearing when she meets a Diane Mama. Not to mention the dress, which appears to be a reworking of season one Claire dress. What am I now? I don't even know, guys. Maybe I can. <laughs> I just need to stop. I just need to stop. And the bee hunting outfit with the fur and the hides and the patchwork. Brie knew how to rock Uh the 1960s fashion and now she's rocking the 1760s fashion as well. The bad, not really anything too bad, but they were just a few missing chairs at that lovely dinner scene. One brief mention of Fergus and Marsley is just not enough. We got a taste last week, which has only left me craving more. And the great well, everything. The reunion meeting, the bee hunting, the whiskey making, Jamie sharing his fears and his joys over his newfound daughter with Claire. But I think my favorite part of this episode were the introduction of Brie to both Ian and Murta. The best lines of the dialogue all season, if not the entire show, and so fitting with the characters. Ian just accepting the unexpected when it comes to Auntie Claire, and Murta just expecting the unexpected. Ian is so charming when he meets his cousin for the first time, and Murta is, well, just Myrta, the same old coot we have come to know and love. I already loved watching this episode about five times, and I'm about to sit down for the sixth.
3: Lynn, I want to apologize for my wife <laughs> and her terrible impression <sighs> if it offended you. I
0: didn't mean to offend. I was trying to be <laughs> New York, and I'm really bad.
3: Your, your New York
0: it it, was something. It
3: evolved into about six different oh, accents. My God. You know
0: what? I should have been on stage like trying out different outfits. You know those people that like pretend to be different people and they switch yes. it up. That was just me.
3: Wow, that was that was something. All right, let's get to the voicemails. You ready?
7: Let's do this.
3: All right, let's get it done.
7: Hey, Mary and Blake, this is Suzanne calling from Maine. Um, as a very long-time book reader, I always have comments, but I, the only thing I wanted to say is, um, Blake, it, your laugh. Always puts me in a good mood. Um, first day back from Christmas break, and I was kind of bumming, and I was listening to the Wilmington um, reader feedback. When um, <laughs> you started cracking up about Mary going to that movie by herself, I just couldn't stop laughing.
3: Yes, yes, I, I tend to do that to people. I, I make a fool of myself, and, you know, it just it makes life that much better, don't you? Don't you agree, my darling?
7: <laughs> sure, baby.
3: Yes. Yeah. Why not?
2: Sure. Okay.
7: Hi, Mary and Blake. Uh, this is Nally. I just wanted to uh, make a sort of a prediction.
2: Mm, um, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay. Here we go. Um,
7: you realize that Roger doesn't realize who it is who beat him up. It's not like he's seen you know Jamie Fraser before. But he probably will start, you know, you know, remembering, you know, who, you know, what they looked like right before he got punched out and stuff. He does have, you know, of course, Brianna's red hair. So he's probably going to be thinking that the reason he did that was because he didn't tell, you know, them about the death notice. Because he didn't tell Brianna about it, therefore risking their lives. So he's going to think that's revenge if he ever realizes who it is that, you know, hit him, that that's why it happened. So he's going to be laboring under a very false assumption. Of course, Jamie already is, so at least they will have something to talk about once they get to reunion. (laughs)
8: Anyway... Bye.
3: Thank you, Natalie. That is, I think that is definitely going to be a very awkward,
8: awkward. And, like more,
3: any, like more awkward than, than, than like any other prom introduction or anything that used, that has ever happened yeah. in the history of ever.
8: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not going to be a good deal.
8: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Alyssa. Um, talking to you about the birds and the bees episode, not uh, the actual talk. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is the episode where I really feel like this is Outlander. I felt like this was what Outlander was, the great writing, the great acting and everything it gets five out of five, ten out of five if I could go that high. Um, yeah, uh my good was just the whole interactions between Bree and Jamie and Bree trying to find her place in the weird Marta Young Ian family dynamic was just so touching. It felt like it. It just felt so real. Like I wanted to be there and just comfort Bree and just be like, "Here, have some tea and food and some meat or something." <laughs> <laughs> and um, my great was just well, the whole interaction of them being reunited and everything, and I just, I cried. My heart, my poor little heart, I just, I loved it so much. Plus, the fact that Brie actually means a disturbance.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> uh, I just love that. Um, my bad was uh well, I mean, Mary, you kind of pointed out, and I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> And uh, poor Roger, poor poor Roger. All right, Lizzie, why do you have to make up the other people? But um, yeah, so really good episode, and hope you're having a good rest of your winter. Okay, bye.
3: Thank you, Alyssa. I, you know, I, the more that I think about Roger, Mary, the more that I I, I just it, it, he the the poor guy just got the crap kicked out of him. I know. He has no idea why Jamie didn't say anything. He just well, went thanks. up and. Popped him right in the head. Poor thing. just told him to basically go get his shine box and see you later. Like, oh my God. All right. Here is the speak pipe messages. The ones that I do love so much. You can go right to outlandercast.com. Hit the little drop down box next to engage. And then you'll see a menu that says call us. And you'll see the option for the in a big blue button that says speak pipe. You can use that to contact us.
4: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Jenny. I'm calling from Burbank, California. It's my first time calling in. I just joined as a Patreon, and I love your show so much. Thank you for what you do. It's wonderful. Thank you, Jenny. I just wanted to quickly tell you that I watch Outlander with a girlfriend, and we always drink wine, and every time we like something, we clink glasses and say, mock me, (laughs) but my GBG... My good was, of course, Ian uh, meeting Brianna for the first time. That was just, that made me choke up. That was amazing. I First of all, I missed Ian. Mm. So it was great to see him. My bad, I hate doing bads because I love Outlander so much. But I guess, of course, my bad would be Jamie beating up the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy. That's Roger. Don't do it. And then my great was the the meeting between Jamie and Brianna, and then of course Brianna reuniting with her mother. It was so wonderful. I, we both cried yesterday, me and my friend. We were just sobbing. Mock me. It was so good. <laughs> and then I have a, just a general bad in all of commentary. Um, that I listen to podcasts about Sam Hewen. Why does everybody keep saying?
3: Oh, looks like she got oh, caught off. No, Jenny. Oh no, I'm sorry. We do on Speakpipe, unfortunately, have a 90 second limit. So do call back in for next week and finish that thought about Sam Hewan. I imagine when she's probably going to talk about the pee hands, maybe, or, or maybe the his bangs. or the bangs, something that we ranked on all this Poor episode. Thing. Poor thing.
0: Poor thing.
6: Poor he thing. just should have taken
0: some of that bad whiskey and fixed it. <laughs>
6: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Donna. Donna! I got No, I got stallions for this episode. Oh, that a girl. For me, this was the episode I was looking forward to and nervous as to what the writers were going to do. They did not disappoint me. For me, it was perfect. It gave me all the feels and gets all the kilts. My good? Well, I really couldn't come up with something that was just a good. My bad? No way am I ever eating breakfast or any meal for that matter with that Stephen Bonnet. <laughs> Those fox are legal weapons. I was waiting for him to try to poke poor Roger's eyes out. <laughs> this episode gave me so many grades that it is hard for me just to pick one. It was that moment when Bree and Jamie finally meet that made me sigh. It was the look on Claire's face when she recognized her daughter sitting on the bench and Bree running into her mother's arms that brought tears to my eyes. It was bee hunting and the father-daughter talks that brought joy to my heart. It was the mother-daughter talk about rape that broke my heart, and it was about family that Bree has never had and now has. Not since Faith has an episode hit me the way this episode has. Well, that's it for now. Happy New Year's to all the clan.
3: Thank you, Donna. And I just got to say, every time I hear Donna talk, yes. it makes me feel like I'm home. It makes me feel like I'm home because her accent is just as bad as mine. It is, and it's great.
0: It's fantastic. Like, it
3: broke my heart, and when she saw her daughter, it was just Donna. I love you so much. You Kindred have no spirits. idea. You are you you are my soul sister. Okay, you, you're hey, sister, soul, cluster. soul
9: sister. <laughs> Hi, Miriam Blake. It's Sharon calling from Chicago? Hey, Sharon. About this episode, "Birds and the Bees." I'm going to give this episode a solid five kilts. It's the best episode I've ever seen in Outlander, apart from a couple in the first episode. Wow, that's um, a hot The take. reason I love this episode so much, and I, I really don't have a good, bad, and great. It's just all great as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, I do love the um, greeting with uh, um, Jamie and Brianna, of course. But the reason I love this so much is as a writer myself, The stakes have been raised considerably, and they've been raised for the entire series because we've entered a world where nothing can ever be the same again with Brianna and Roger entering the family. We also um, have changed now from a story about two people trying to stay together to a story about a family trying to stay together. That is incredibly compelling. So we're not having people being rescued from prison and rescued for being hung or Claire yelling out, Jamie, anymore. Now we have a real issue. So I absolutely loved the scene with the um, family gathered around making whiskey, exchanging stories. I love the costumes that are coming up now. If you look at um, Myrtle's costume, and you can notice these little things, and, of course, Brianna's clothes changing, that's another sign that Mm. characters are changing, the story is changing. And I just find it wonderful. And I find you guys wonderful, too. Bye.
3: Sharon continues her string of this. Every single listener feedback episode, Sharon gets an outstanding. Every single one. (laughs) Keep at it, girl. Keep at it.
10: Hi, Mary and Blake. My name is Angie. I live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a longtime listener and a first-time caller, and I wanted to give you my feedback on the most recent episode of Outlander, The Birds and the Bees. The Ohio State. I really enjoyed the meetup between Bree and Jamie. I thought it was quiet and subtle with a lot of emotion and a lot of heart, pee hand aside. (laughs) I also enjoyed the shock and awe on Claire's face when Bree and her met up, and I also really enjoyed the meeting of Bree and we, Ian hashtag by Ian
2: <laughs> and
10: um, overall I thought the episode was really great I got, got five kilts from me been waiting for that meetup for a while I'm listening to Drums of Autumn on Audible while watching the show and also watch, listening to your podcast in tandem you guys do a great job and uh, I'm really enjoying everything you guys do and P.S. I'm the person on Facebook who debated whether or not I should listen to the listener feedback. <laughs> and I was very wrong. No, you guys rain. So didn't a Hey, yeah.
3: that a girl. Oh. You know who's in the circle of trust? Angie.
1: <laughs> yes, you are.
3: Angie, I got two words for you. Go Buckeyes.
1: <laughs> hey, Mary and Blake. This is Jamie from Omaha, Nebraska. First off, I just want to tell you that I uh, listened to both of the Wilmington listener feedback and the birds and the bees today. And Blake's giggling in the background for sure put a smile on my face. And it didn't take me long, and I was giggling right along. Truly fantastic, guys. Okay, so this episode was definitely a five and off of the charts for me. It was the episode I've been waiting for. And even though I've had some of the moments I've been been wanting in previous episodes, um, but because Drums is my favorite book... And this whole time, I've been waiting for the, they're finally living their life. I feel like I got it this episode. My good. And this should actually be a bad. But the opening scene with Bree, in the aftermath of her rape, it was so well done and horrifying at the same time. I'm in the minority, but I have loved Sophie from the beginning. And this just solidified it for me. I'm leaving the reunion with Jamie and Bree for later. But the moment when Claire hears Sassnock, she turns to see Bree and how to see the expression changes on her face, uh, I mean, it was just, I loved it. And I just love them together. Uh, and then Life on the Ridge and Jamie reading by the fire with his spectacles on, I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for a little something, something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. That's that's how it should work. A little something, something. And listen, I am happy, happy to brighten your day with my stupid giggles Isn't that the best thing about me, Mary?
0: One of the wonderful things. As you
3: can tell, I'm very humble. Yes. Isn't that just the best thing about about me, Mary? (laughs) It's all about me. I'm the bride. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Blake. Hi, Mary
11: and Blake. This is Leah calling again from South Korea.
12: Yes. And Mary,
11: I am also a music nerd. So you'll hear in the background um, some of the traditional music of Korea. Um, It is an instrument, a stringed instrument called a kayagum. Mm, And I love it. And one day I really want to learn how to play it. It's really cool. Um, Okay, back to Outlander. This was also my favorite episode of the season for sure. It was amazing. And I really enjoy the writing team. I like the other episodes that they did together, but I think this might be my favorite that they've done because of course the reunions, I mean, you know, the, all the heartstrings were pulled and it was amazing and wonderful and sad. And, and I also gave it a 4.9 because like Blake, this was a great episode, but it wasn't, you know, like over the top. One of my favorites, like um, for me, that was the wedding episode. That was the most amazing. So good, Um, but it was it was close. It was it was a great episode, and the writing was great. And we got you know the drama and the reunion and the heartstrings, but we also got some comic relief, and I love it. And um, Blake or Outlandish theory is awesome. (laughs) I'm a book reader, so that's all I'm going to say about it. So thanks, guys.
3: Thank you, thank, thank you. you. You know, Mary, I wanted to get your opinion on this. There's something like we we talked about the, the kilt ratings and the four, nine, and the five, and why I didn't give it a five, and I'm not sure if I can retcon it into a five. But like I, I I've been thinking about it, and you know how like we always say, life is life. Uh, it there's just something about I didn't life. know we always say that. Well, no, no, like life is life. Like 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 you can't take a dead person and then just make them alive life is life, and once they're once they're dead, they're dead. There's there's magic
0: unless they become a zombie.
3: There's <laughs> no, this is not The Walking Dead. But there's magic, you know, in, in, in life. You're a wizard, Harry. Like there's just something magical about it, and I feel like, wet uh, like episodes like the wedding and the garrison commander and the battle join dragonfly and Ever, they just had this magic about them. They had this essence, this thing. That was like, it's indescribable, but it's there. It's 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 tangible. It's, it's there, but you just can't describe it. Uh, 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 maybe a, a thing of awe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think the birds and the bees had that awe moment. That that thing that magic. Do you agree or do you disagree? Oh, I, I, I felt
0: you. some magic in there. I felt <laughs> some magic. Jamie met Bree.
3: Yeah, I know, I know, I know.
0: Jamie met Bree. Yeah, I'm all about that. Their magic. All right.
5: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Catherine from Boston. Yeah, that's I'm my girl. A longtime listener and first time caller. I love your podcast. Please keep doing what you guys are doing. You're Thank you. awesome. Thank you. I am definitely giving this a five kilt rating. This was my favorite episode of this season and top one of my top five of all of Outlander. So, getting down to my good, my bad, and my great. My good was obviously all of the reunions between all the main characters. And then with that, this feeling of family and sort of settlement and coming into a family for Brie. It really reminded me of season one with Claire at Lollybrock. My bad was hashtag by Ian still. I mean, I know he was definitely in more scenes, but I just think that Ian plays such an important role in this story going forward. I need more Ian. My great, was sam freaking hewan yeah this man is such an incredible actor he totally is killing it this season totally i mean the way that he can just even act in his face it blows my mind i really am looking forward to seeing jamie and brie grow together as this story moves forward and sam's acting thank you guys so much i hope you have a great weekend and thank you for your awesome podcast Aww. you are
3: welcome katherine That's another good Boston girl right there. (laughs) Also in the circle of trust. Also in the circle of trust.
13: Hi, Marion Blake. It's Kathy from Cleveland. Hello. I'm most definitely in the camp that views this as the best episode of the entire series. Five big old kilts. It wasn't just a horse. It was a frackin' string of thoroughbreds. (laughs) Before I give you my GBGs, I want to talk about something else. The knitting porn. Yeah. Claire did learn how to knit. We saw her knitting in 405. In fact, I think that dark brown narrow shawl she's been wearing is what she was working on. According to Terry Dressbox tweets, Bree's wardrobe until she reaches the ridge consists mainly of Claire's trunk full of clothing, plus the little bit Leary gave her. But Bree is wearing what appeared to be a new capelet when she first meets Jamie. I thought perhaps Lizzie made it for her, since Bree clearly doesn't know how to dress for the cold. But Terry swears it's from season one. No one can find it in any clips. So I think it ended up on the cutting room floor. Anyway, since we got the first glimpse of it in the preview last week, there's been an explosion of pattern writing and knitting, and the original designer on XE has jacked up the price to $150. Oh. No lie. So my good? Sophie's performance, absolutely heartbreaking. My bad? Hashtag poor Roger. And my great? When Jamie first realizes who Brianna is, I could watch that face for hours. In fact, I think I'll go do that now. <laughs> Happy New Year, and can't wait for it all to hit the fan next week. Bye, guys.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. I appreciate that. Mary, be honest. How many times have you rewatched this episode? Let's just be honest.
0: Rewatched or watched?
3: Watched, rewatched, okay. whatever. Oh, um, it's all the same. Okay. So are okay. you gonna nerd out too? Are you, <laughs> gonna, are you just gonna, are you gonna be straight up nerd?
0: Fair to say, once a day. Nerd. Do you like that? That rhymed. <laughs> This episode is just so dang lovely.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to come up with another with another rhyme.
0: Oh.
12: Oh, you let me down
3: on Sorry. that one.
0: It's okay. You're I still, wasn't ready.
3: You're I st- wasn't ready. You're still, a, you're still my girl.
14: Thank you. Hi, Mary Blake. My name is Megan. I've been listening for like a season and a half now, but this is finally my first call-in. Mm. And the reason I think this episode finally pushed me to stop hesitating and call is because I loved it and I wanted to give it a full five kilts, but I was really struck by one thing I thought was really bad and I was really surprised you guys didn't mention it. I haven't read any online discussion to see if anyone else felt similarly, so I wanted to hear your opinions. The bad for me was Jamie saying to Ian after he beat poor Roger that he didn't care what Ian did with him. That is so inconsistent with Jamie's character and totally inappropriate for the whole situation. I just thought it was a glaring omission to not address why Jamie even let him live and to just tell Ian to go figure it out was like not leader father Jamie. As a book reader, I know what's coming and I know Jamie's reasoning and I just thought it was really important detail to leave out. Although maybe not as important as Roger and Fiona at the Stones, which I hope gets incorporated later. But other than that, I love the episode. Completely agree the actors killed it, capturing complex emotions, and the parenting from Jamie and Claire was heart melting. My own father died before I was born, and I'm always told that I'm the spitting image of him, so Brie and Jamie's story holds a really special place oh. in my heart, and this episode did that justice. Finally, Mary, I completely agree that Book Roger is my favorite. The show Better Redeem Him. And I would love to spend a month on the ridge turning butter and yes. gardening and talking to you guys. Yes. About Outlander. Thank you. Oh,
3: thank you, Megan. <laughs> we
14: would
0: turn butter together.
3: Uh, Mary, I wanted to ask your opinion, obviously, as a book reader. This whole thing with Jamie that Megan actually very adeptly brought up here, something that was very smart of her to bring up. Um, do you agree that this is out of character for Jamie to just say, uh, get rid of him? I don't care what the hell you do
0: in some ways yes but like this all just happened so quickly i mean literally right your daughter's here and then hi uncle guess who's coming by some rapist because believe it or not she's pregnant wait what 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 <laughs> oh and there's people coming what right you know i think have... of men would probably have acted a little sporadically uh, and i, I and so, I appreciate it.
3: I would tend to agree with you, Mary, about that because, you know, as a dad myself, uh, if I ever found out something bad happened to yeah. either you, my wife, or my daughter, I would I would go full terminator as well. Uh, yeah. It just it would happen. So it, whether it's out of character or, or in character, I think the circumstance is just so extreme that mm-hmm. those those characteristics of a person when they're in their normal state don't apply yeah and like i i consider myself to be like a generally like good person like who doesn't beat up people left and right (laughs) yes i consider you to be that as well i know (laughs) but if something happened to either you or my daughter i I would like i said i would go terminator and that's just not part of my character but it, it would be the result nonetheless
12: This is Virginia from Chicago with listener feedback for 409 The Birds and the Bees. I am just all in to go homesteading with Mary. It's been my greatest joy in rewatching this episode just to discover all the little gems of everyday life on the ridge. Terry Jessbeck, Nina Ayers, and the costume team just outdo themselves over and over again and continuously raise that bar with the gorgeous details of the costumes. I wish I had time to expound upon my favorites, but I do have two that stand out. First... The moment Brie gets to the ridge, she just figuratively burns her bra. She is done wearing bone bodices and stays, and instead starts to wear looser-fitting men's waistcoats that mimic the vests that she liked to wear in the early 1970s. In fact, at the Highland Games, she wears a vest and a brown suede jacket that seems to have informed her bee-hunting look with the vest and the buckskin. But... She still carries her Guatemalan bag that she brought through the stones. That's- it's so good. Second, Murta, He is just perfect in every way. He's still the picture of the Highland warrior with his scotch bonnet and plaid, but he's updated his look for his new d- profession. He's added detachable leather sleeves to his waistcoat to protect his arms from his forge's fires. But the pièce de résistance pinned over his heart is a little scrap of Fraser Tartan from Ardsmuir. It's perfect, just perfect
3: perfect wow great breakdown Love. excellent job virginia burn the bras
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> all the bra burning see ya as a matter of fact virginia
6: yes. it. It
3: i feel like i'm being too liberal with the outstandings today
0: you've you've thrown a lot of them around but, but, but you know what this
3: they're all deserving just, yes they're all deserving okay here's the last uh, voicemail ready
15: Hi guys, Maureen Edwards from Edmonds, Washington, again calling about episode 409, "The Birds and the Bees." Okay, um, I give this episode 4.9 out of five kills. almost perfect. My good. So, all these people were getting on li- or brief for how she was treating Lizzie at the beginning of the episode, but I thought it was totally believable and understandable. With how she would have been feeling at the time, the shock and violation in place of the sweet soreness she should have been feeling after her first time, I think to have someone asking you, like, playing 20 questions, you would have just wanted to shut that down. Like, no, I don't want to feel any of this. You're bringing it all up. Just, just no. So that was totally understandable. Mm -hmm. Okay, next. Can I just say I love Ian? Who wouldn't want him around all the time? And at first I thought it was a little too convenient how he just so easily accepts Brianna being there. But then I realized that's pretty much in line with his character. God bless that sweet child. Okay, so my bad was how Jamie just said, Frank, I ken his name. Your mother told me about him. I was thinking, "Um, yeah, I should hope so. (laughs) Like, why would Claire not tell Jamie about Frank? This line just felt cheap and clunky to me. Um, I also would have liked to have Bree observe a moment of love between her and Jane, with Claire and Jamie, instead of um, Claire or Bree just telling Claire that she could see why she had to come back.
3: Excellent point. As Blake
15: always says, show me, don't tell me. Excellent. And this is really silly, but I just kept thinking the Outlander store should just start selling Fraser's Ridge shower curtains so we can all (sighs) walk into our bathrooms and say, this is Fraser's Ridge. I feel like it would have the same effect at this (laughs) point. It's like a painting. And how can (laughs) Bree not remember Marsley's name? Since we know Um. Leary probably said it a million times and she's been wearing Marsley's clothes for months. Okay, on to my greats. No need to even discuss Brianna and Jamie meeting. Everyone already is gushing about it, and it was perfect. Um, I love the part when Brianna tells Claire about the rape, and Claire says, My baby! I had serious faith echoes in my mind. Needed all the Charmin.
2: <laughs> and
15: I just love how the show has been reminding us, like, over and over. It's been a theme this season, a mother's love. Um, and there's been so many moments of it from Marshley and Germain to the mother jumping in the ocean after her daughter, Morag McKenzie, the grief-stricken fra- Frau Mueller, even Leary and her girls. Um, so I'll be looking for more of that. I just really love it. So that's it for me. Uh, hashtag poor Roger.
3: Yes. Oh, thank you, Maureen. And yes, I love the idea of a shower curtain. <laughs> and apparently the, the name is Germain, not Germain. <laughs> Yeah, not not a great pronunciation, Blake. Not a good job for that one. (laughs) At any rate, that is it for the voicemails. My daughter, You're giving me a face like, what the hell are you talking
0: about, Blake? I just, I just think you're funny.
3: What? what am I funny for?
0: <laughs> you just
2: are.
3: <laughs> well, uh, that is that. Uh, thank you very everybody for the voicemails. Listen, uh, I think again this week we are going to hold off on the trailer watching just because we're we're gonna go watch. It was this the thing. holidays, guys. Yeah. We just
0: got all messed up, but now we're back in. We're back. And we're back in business. We're
3: back in business, and then we're gonna get back to our regular schedules. And like everybody's already seen the episode by the time we. Were record this and like the whole thing. So
0: I, I. So we appreciate that you actually listened to it this far out. Yes. First and foremost, we like totally get it. But just know we love you. We're back in business as of this week. Right. There's no Christmas. There's no Christmas Eve. There's no Festivus. There's no New Year's Eve. There's no New Year's Day. There ain't nothing but Martin Luther King D and Jr. Day. And that's not going to mess us up. And
3: that's for a while. So yeah, we, we, we got fine. this. <laughs> if we can finally get back to our freaking schedule. Oh my gosh. If our kids just go to sleep.
0: Go to sleep. <laughs> go,
3: go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> All right, Ma- Marvin, you ready to close this bad boy out? Yes, I am. Let's do it.
0: Have I told you lately, guys and gals, that I love you? That I love you? Like, <laughs> seriously. Blake and I were walking around the venue where we're having our finale party and we were like holy flippin' smokes had you told us four years ago when we sat in our dining room with our microphones propped up on books that like we would have made a friend
3: (laughs) (laughs) a single friend a
0: single friend
3: (laughs) that somebody would want to listen to us for any reason
0: seriously we were just like maybe if we do this we'll find a friend and not only did we find a friend, but we found a community with you. And we are just so stinking thankful that you take the time to listen, that you take the time to call in, to write in, to be a member of the OutlanderCastClan.com, that you are taking the time to fly and come to Newport, Rhode Island. I just don't think we say it enough that we are so thankful. We're, of course, thankful even for something as simple as recommending the podcast to a friend. Mm-hmm. And there are all sorts of different ways that you can do that. I mean, you can literally just like take your friend's phone and be like, "Here. Here's how you do this." Listen,
3: you can subscribe them for them. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. So, we want to take a moment too to thank everyone who has taken the time to write a review on your podcast app of choice. It's a great way for people to understand like, "Oh, what's the show about?" So, K K.E. Castro says, love these two. I've been trying to find a good Outlander podcast for a while, and I stumbled upon this one. In Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ, where have you two been all my life? I love the chemistry you have together. It's so important to a good podcast, and you two flow so well. The gentle teasing, the good-natured conversation, the in-depth analysis, it's all perfect. And all I've been looking for in a podcast and in this show. Thank you. So she goes on a bit more, and her review is so incredibly kind. And just know when you take the time to do this, we read it. It makes us happy. It like we're like, wow, we found another friend.
3: I'm not gonna kid- I'm not gonna lie to you. I-, I check it probably every day. Yeah, and I, I know that's terrible of me to say because
0: like but- no, but it's not like an ego thing. We're like, our well, peop- it is a little. We no, well, <laughs> well for me, I'm just like you know, you guys know. I'm a work from home mom. Okay. Right, right. We did. We literally started podcasting because I was so lonely and I had postpartum depression, and I was like, maybe I'll find friends. And I'm—I don't take it lightly that like you take your time to right. do this. So we right. really want to thank you. We also want to thank our patrons. Remember, for as little as two dollars a month, you can help make sure that Outlander keeps on going, and we are going to keep on going all month long and all throughout. We go all year long. Yeah, maybe. all the next Droughtlander. So. Huge thanks to our associate producers, Angie, Carolyn, Celine, Cheryl, Dawn, Diane, Heather, Jen, Larissa. We've got two two newbies in the associate producer, oh, by hey the way. Girl. We've got Don, Larissa. They're they're newbies. Uh, we've got Lauren, Linda, Marilyn, Mary, Michelle, who's also new to the uh, the bunch right here. Um, another Michelle. Patricia. Siobhan I yes, got you Siobhan You did, you did it Summer, right this time uh, Our co-producers Barbara, Carolyn, Christina Dana, Dieta, Janet Jenny, Keelan, Kirsty, Lisa Liz, Marianne, Meredith, Raynal, Rita Sharon, Sue, Tara and Tina And our executive producers Anne, Bobby, Jen, Katie, Martha, Peg And Sarah Thanks, guys. You rock our socks.
3: Always. The socks have been rocked.
0: We want to thank all of the team at OutlanderCast.com. The bloggers, the editors, the newsletter writers, the event staff, everybody. Thank you.
3: Everybody's pulling them together for this coming party
0: for this oh, month I mean this is the finale month because right. I know not everybody can come not everybody can come from the Outlander cast staff but you all mean a ton to us and we just love you all all right I'm like gushing so much you're like Mary we get it we you love Outlander and you love us I do but for now my name's Mary my name is Blake and this is Outlander cast.